0: Welcome to the segment of Soul, Silence, and Sound, brought to you by Be Simply.
1: Sometimes I hear some light, I dwell on my past lives, act like I'm just a man.
0: Soul, silence, and sound. This is Suzanne Toro, and I want to thank you for joining us today. This segment's brought to you by Be Simply. And today we're going to dive into the opportunity right now here on this planet and in interstellar space. And the reason I share this is that so much is shifting, and I get so excited about this because there's one thing that no one not no one, but I don't hear it talked about very often, is that, you know, there's all these kind of doom and gloom ideas about like the end of something and things falling away and mass destruction. So the psyche, and I guess the people that are really into being cruel, like this idea, because they they filled the the psyche with this idea that uh, potentially something catastrophic is going to happen. And this is written in theological text, all these things. However, there's something really beautiful happening right now. And a lot of people are being tested and pushed and pulled. And I'm right there with you. You know, it's been an an intense transition that we're in. And really, like if you think when a child's born, it's an intense transition. No matter how they exit their mama's body, it's this big event. And when I assist in birth, it's more intense for me, like from the practices I utilize leading into the birth and then after. And the reason for that is a lot of karmas reconciled for the child and the mother and for the father, but really for the child and the mother and then um, after too. So it's like a very deep, deep uh, process for me. And it uh, requires a lot of my energy and effort in a way that I, I have to rest really well afterwards. So um, versus in in death, there's a little bit more space that one can take to guide them through that process. And, and so not everything's not so action packed. But as far as humanity goes, we've been in this action packed moment here on this planet. And there's so much happening. And then because of all the in from media to, Everything from people to friends to, it's like a a game of telephone. People get little sound bites and then they repeat it, they don't check it, and then they own it, they believe it without knowing, all these things. And what that does is it fills the mind with unnecessary noise. And that's why these segments are so powerful for you to take the time to have a little Dharma talk and then go into silence and then receive sound. Learn how to bit by bit empty the mind, because if the mind is empty, you are completely free. And if you have a lot of thoughts, uh, please reach out. And I highly recommend, like someone was asking about the best meditation app. I would say zero, no meditation apps. Let's work one-on-one. I really would love helping students uh, cultivate their mind. All this technology can be a tool, but it does not give you a free hall pass to jump ahead. You earn these efforts. And so right now, what's really exciting that's happening, if you're a willing participant in your own inner evolution and transformation into higher states of being, meaning that you're not above someone, You, if you welcome yourself to enter into higher states of being, One, you have to go through the healing and transformation process. So if you skipped ahead, you have to go back and visit some things. And number two, there's more responsibility with that consciousness. And that's why it's known that we can make decisions that can cause someone to slip or they'll be like, they'll kind of hedge their bet one way or the other. And I have a lot of examples of this, uh, that I've seen one with clients I've worked with and their families and so forth, uh, that I can't really share in a public forum. However, <laughs> what I can say is that it's so powerful to take responsibility for your inner work, as I call it. And so this healing, this transformation that's occurring right now is like we're, we've been in one giant, um, Gosh, it feels like a long, long, long medicine ceremony where you're sitting and you're being forced into something that you didn't fully agree to or remember that you agreed to, but you're there. And so in this particular moment, what I've been noticing, especially in the past week or so, is that this healing process is coming and whether you like it or not, it's going to happen. And so what does that look like? Well sometimes we get physical things that happen to us that invite us to be still and heal the physical body. And during that time, you can actually access deep aspects of your spiritual being, because it is, uh that's all interrelated. All healing, how I work with people is psycho-spiritual. We ha- you can't You can fix the physical body, you can do all these things, but you have to do the psycho-spiritual. And that's why no machine out there can do that, because guess what? That is your divine special essence that belongs to no one other than the unexplainable, doesn't even own it, but can tap into it. And so right now, we're all being invited to look at these little pieces of ourselves that maybe weren't healed or uh, we didn't understand about ourselves. we didn't remember. And it's not to attach to them. It's not to attach to the stories. It's to go through the process and let it go and see the highest in what's happened. And I think many can attest as to what they've gone through personally over the past three years is that their lives potentially have been turned upside down. Some people it's been like homeostasis. they've been blessed. they've been able to keep things moving. other people it's like they everything they had built has been destroyed, they've lost people. all these things been tested in different ways but i I would say everyone's had that on some level because we're all in this literally together. Humanity is in this together and many other beings in the universe. So today I really wanted to share with you about the liftoff, like allowing yourself to really process as rapidly as you're able to handle and let it lift off, observe, engage and lift off. And the reason this is happening is, is bringing us back to a quality that exists on this planet for all of the animals, all the trees, everything, is that uh, they don't store anything, really, except domesticated animals, is that uh, they shake it off. They literally, like you'll see a dog, shake it off because that's the energy that's stored in the interface between you and the unseen, you and nature. And so they don't carry like, oh, a saber tooth tiger chased me last night, I have to be scared and cry and on on, in anxiety and stress the whole next day they move on they return back so that they can be instinctual in every moment with the flow of nature with a dynamic flow of nature and so right now there's this lifting off that's occurring to bring us back to the state where things can be released much More rapidly from here forward. And the only thing that potentially could lock you in is well, there's two things. One is your mind, your attachment to what you think you know. Now, knowing is a process of actually having to investigate, research, and bring it down to a perceptual, granular level. And then from there, that that back and forth gives you a sense of knowing because you get to experience it. However, things could keep going and more bodies of information are made available, and so there's a new knowing. So it's not a stagnant knowing. It's something that like, wow, I know this because of X, Y, and Z. And if we all just would speak what we know, not what we've heard, but what we know, absolutes, for ourselves based on things we've tested. And this in the spiritual realm is really important because you go from this place of having information intuitively through prayer, through meditation, through interface in nature, all these things, you have this relay switch and then you need to bring it back to the objective reality that you're experiencing in this physical world, this perceptual physical world. Deeper conversation, um, not easy to put in a little bit of a Dharma talk, but a a different one-on-one conversation if you want to have it. But in simplest form, this is how we create our checks and balances, not based on beliefs, but on this knowing, This this deep, deep knowing. And so... As we go through this process of clearing off and letting go of what uh, maybe was still in our backpack, then we're freeing ourselves up to be more instinctual, like the animal kingdom, like nature, where we can shake things off real time. And the reason for this transition right now is. Uh, I find a couple super exciting is that we're on this frontier of mastery and to be in a field of mastery, the consciousness needs to be there where nothing at a lower vibration exists, meaning the fear, the doubt, the worry, the anxiety. And and unfortunately, most of humanity has really been conditioned and programmed to stay attached to all this stuff. All this stuff. And it really doesn't matter, really, if we look at uh, present moment awareness, is that that past is here and the future is here. You decide how you want to work with it. And each moment doesn't mean that you won't have emotions. It doesn't mean that you're not going to laugh or feel all these things. But all of a sudden, we're being given this opportunity to start emptying our backpack, shaking it off so that we can move forward freer and we can start staying in that resonance of, of mastery for longer periods of time so that we can be a society that really p- performs and creates and cares for one another in a way that was intended for this planet. And so many valuable things are at this frontier. Now, the attachment to being scared, or someone being wrong, or uh, not taking care of the mental, physical, emotional, or spiritual being, and staying uh, in the dark of inferno is a choice. And that's, you know, that's your choice. So that's where these roads kind of diverge, is that we have a lot of texts that have been written about these end times. Well, the end times, you know, years back when I was out at one of the nations that I uh, am associated with, I kept feeling the energy of extinction. And people might get alarmed at that word extinction. But if you go certain places in the world, you can feel where there was something there and it's not there anymore. You can even see uh, remnants of that. But for me, it's a a separation. So this isn't talked a lot. That's what I led in with about because uh, it's hard to measure this scientifically. So I'll give people that. However, um, the reason everyone's been bombarded with all the negativity, the division, the separation, um, I know better than you know kind of mentality, uh, divide and conquer is because those who that have been leading this story on planet earth knew that this juncture was going to happen and so it's like distracting the human beings from their con- the consciousness that's rising up now as i mentioned there's a responsibility with consciousness so it's not just like a free a free for all it means to really honor that consciousness and what one wants to do with it. And many times on this planet, even more advanced times on this planet, uh, certain things have been available and the technology has came in and destroyed the possibility. And so that's where we would have this separation. And so if you think of it more like a blink of an eye than a, cat- a cataclysmic event, it doesn't mean that those may not, they, they may happen or may not um, they might happen in one dimensional field versus another. However, the key here is the mind. And so I really want to encourage each and every one of you to be so just diligent with your practice, with your mind, clearing that mind. And if you need, want extra help with that, reach out. We can book a one-on-one session. Um, Very passionate. I have the skill set to lead ethically and in a way that, um, is paced based on where the student is and what this will do for you as you clear that mind is you get very clear on what you want to start to hold the field for. So it kind of looks like this. If your mind is, is been programmed to uh, see your friend as an enemy because they hold a different quote-unquote belief system then the mind is dissipating and moving further away from this field of energy of mastery and so the mind will keep replaying that or if the mind is attached to uh, the past of like the wounds the traumas all those things again dissipation And rather than, let's say we go back to the friend, you remember that you love your friend. You remember that there's so many things other than maybe those few divisive programs that came from a technology manipulation and an algorithm that led you both to that tension. And then if the mind says, wow, I love that person, then all of that Dissonance fades away, and then the focus is there to hold space with this individual. And then one is able to see where that relationship can go objectively, not from an over emotive place and a place of vendetta or uh, they need to be punished, it's not fair. Because, really, just like with our physical body. Our spiritual body has its own cadence and rhythm and its own cosmic bank account. And so it's hard to say, oh, everyone's, you know, we didn't get an equal deck when we entered because we took different actions to lead us to here. And we continue, will continue to. So as you're meeting the things that are arriving, especially as we're entering into the winter gateway uh, here in the Northern hemisphere and summer in the Southern hemisphere, this is that opportunity for you to really evaluate where you're being tested and, uh, you know, get up and shake it off. And if things are building to hold that too with consciousness, because what can happen is, you know, Uh, one can feel like, oh, wow, I'm in it, you know, uh, and I'm, I'm cruising and things are building and the awareness drops. And that's not a time you want things to drop is when you feel like everything's right. You want to keep your awareness at all times in difficulty, in great fortune, in neutrality. You want to keep that awareness there. So today, as we go into this meditation, I really encourage you to think about um, one thing is that awareness. Am I willing to be aware in this moment with whatever comes up in my physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual body? And without attachment, can I just allow my awareness to observe it and let it run through me? And as this happens, that's the the powerful thing of this moment, is it's our collective awareness that shapes the perception of the reality that we are co-creating and experiencing together. And so if it's filled with fear, hate, anger, vengeance, revenge, all these different things eye for an eye, it will continue to be that way. And so if inspired, just drop in with that awareness, drop in and allow yourself to see what happens with just being aware, just observing it, noticing it. And if you get tumbled, sucked under in the riptide, Jump back up and shake that off and keep moving forward. So as we go in, I would like you to um, just come up into an upright seated position, lifting that spine up and then dropping the shoulders down. And if you can, keep your back off a wall or anything supporting you. This will help with that awareness because some, sometimes then the body gives you indicators. And then from there, just gently fill the body with air. And then exhale out. Just bringing that awareness to here with the breath. Inhale. Inhale. And exhale. Another one. Inhale. And exhale. Good. And as you continue to follow that breath, I just welcome you to be present and aware with yourself. Utilize the breath as your mantra, soft gaze at a focal point down in front of you, welcoming the mind to quiet and empty, welcoming the body to soften, welcoming you to move beyond.
2: you Listen, it cannot be seen We sing.
3: it is beyond form,
2: look it cannot be heard, it is beyond sound. Yeah. This sun, it cannot be seen.
3: It is beyond. Form.
2: Look at Yeah. This it cannot be seen
3: it is beyond form look it.
0: taking a soft, gentle breath in and out of your physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual being. And then gently, without staying where your presence is, just recline into Shavasana, corpse pose, a.k.a. prone position on your back. Alternatively, you can curl up into the fetal position on the right or left side. And then gently from there, reconnect to your natural breathing pattern. Allow that to be your focal point as you lead into and receive these sound transmissions.
4: mm mm-hmm. Mm.
5: E de...
0: Soft, gentle breath in and out of your heart center. Gently breathing in and out. Again, inhale. Gently from there, welcoming you to connect to your heart center. And just my voice, speaking voice in this moment. You can go ahead and stay in the position you're in. Just allowing yourself some time to transition from your silence and the sound. And as mentioned, if you can continue to work with your awareness, your presence, your observation, and with a willingness to walk through and leave behind what no longer serves. Let it lift off, roll out, and simply put, move beyond. This is that moment to really harness that vision without attachment for the road we have in front of us. But to really harness that vision, keeping the mind as clear as possible, the heart as still and calm as possible i welcome each and every one of you to soften your gaze and to remember that all is possible As we prepare to exit out, I welcome you to just express some additional gratitude for yourself and others, silently sending it out beyond here and allowing it to be in and around you for yourself. And I want to thank each and every one of you for being here in this moment. I want to thank Random Rab. Dante Marino, and Kadri Scott for all contributing here. And if inspired, uh, support the arts, support creation, and stay a little bit longer. We're going to exit out with a little Kadri Scott, all I need. Until next time, this is Suzanne signing out. With a full heart, a soft gaze, a gentle smile, a deep bow, and a namaste. Be simply.
1: Else, someplace new Where you walk and you feel ecstasy